0: Welcome back to the games on, dude—a Big Ten basketball podcast that is already kind of missing the basketball season a little bit. I'm Tommy Crimes.
1: I'm your boy Babar, and I'm Chris.
0: And uh, it's spring. The national championship is come and gone, and two of the three of us have baseball teams within a game of the division lead. Long may that last. Let's
1: go, (sighs) Sue, (laughs) Sue.
0: Um, we're still in transfer season. The hot stove's pretty hot, but aside from that, we have some long overdue communiques to respond to. So we're going to talk about the portal a bit, and then we're going to answer some reader mail. And shock of shocks, finally revived the Chris Kramer awards. So let's get into it. But first, I need my podcast juice here. So,
1: right, oh, let's going? go. <laughs> <laughs> but- what are we drinking?
0: That's a cold miller high life, my friend.
2: Oh, champagne we go. motherfucking beers. And um Damn. I'll show you
0: guys on vid, but uh for those at home, um, it is an koozie that I got from a uh bar in Orange Beach, Alabama on spring break. So this is like the chillest beer possible.
1: Damn. I didn't know I we were doing is... Monday night. I didn't know we were doing Monday night beers.
0: Um I I, I think I think I needed this one um it's it's been a long day um
1: what if i sprinted downstairs right now live on the pod and grabbed a beer
0: i think you should do that honestly i i'm fully in favor
2: should i do it too
0: yeah go ahead i'll um i'll vamp for a little bit uh while you guys get beers um so yeah um this is as good a time as any to mention that the uh official beer of the games on dude podcast um We've actually been courting several, um, but we finally settled on beer. Um, it's it's the finest beer. It's a cold beer. It doesn't really matter what make or model, as long as as long as it's cold. It's in a koozie and it's in your hand. Um, honestly, who really cares? Um, while we wait on Babar and Chris to get back. Um, Let's sort of talk around the edges a little bit of our transfer situation. Um, we're not going to get in super specifics. Um, I have a feeling we might hit a little bit on the uh, situation at Ye Old Indiana University a little bit, but um, <sighs> here we go. The boys are back. There we go. I love that sound. Boom. Three for three. Um, so yeah, um, the transfer situation right now, um, it does not appear that good wing players want to play in the Big Ten. Um, thinking face emoji.
1: Um, one transfer situation, I do want... Hold on. I do want to keep an eye on one transfer situation, which is me transferring this Pilsner into my mouth.
2: Sue! <laughs> so... <laughs> Folks, why aren't we talking about the real NIL, which is a nice ice-cold lager?
0: (laughs) Oh, that was a mistake. I've got dogs in the room now. I should not have clapped. (laughs) We take a week off, and we just turn this podcast into an absolute like <laughs> auditory assault on our listeners. We're <laughs> popping cans. I'm clapping right in the mic. I've got dogs barking. Like
1: this is primo off season content. Everyone's is, just getting shots up. This
0: is, this is honestly perfect. Um, So in addition to us uh, transferring some suds down the gullet, um, there were a couple that were specifically linked with uh, Indiana that um. Uh, Varying sort of levels of link, I think. Um, Chris Ledlam and Dalton Connect. Nect? Nect? I don't know how the hell you say his name, but I don't give a shit because he's not playing for (laughs) IU. He's dead Um, to us now. They have decamped not to our harsh environs, but to the fast-paced world of Knoxville in the Southeastern Conference. Um, It has, to this point, looked like some teams are actually trying to modernize, but... Is that going to be foiled by the fact that nobody wants to spend a Tuesday night getting beaten with a pillowcase full of doorknobs at Scataway, New Jersey?
1: Yeah. So you have to go pretty far down the list of, like, if you just look at, I mean, you can pick whatever ranking website you want. Uh, rivals, 247, On3, doesn't matter. They're all pretty much in the same uh uh, they've, they've all got kind of these transfer rankings pretty much the same. And so if you had you to scroll down quite a ways, depending on if, I mean, if we're talking strictly about wings, so I'm excluding Caleb Love, um, who's pretty clearly going to Michigan to be a lead guard. Um, you have to get down the first wing player that you get that has chosen a big 10 school is Jameson Battle. And does yeah. that really count? <laughs> because he's already bit in the mud and he doesn't know any better. So he's just stained. It's, doing... it's
0: purely Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Yeah, he's like, no, this is good for me. Um, it's like, Jameson, you really need to get out and see the world. And he's he chose not to. He chose Columbus. There Ohio.
0: are plenty of fish in the sea, Jameson.
1: And so you, you got to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then you get to... I mean, you get to, like, I mean, AJ Store, that's a guard. Like, it's just not – I just think, bottom line, I think the jig is up on the Big Ten, and I think we kind of saw it um, in the NCAA tournament. Like, I think more so than any time, maybe just because we're paying more attention and we're theoretically getting on weekly to complain about it. But the style of play just – (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it really seemed like uh, the style of play was the issue laid bare for every Big Ten team. Um, just the dire state of guard play and the fact that the the wings that the Big Ten teams were using were not accustomed to the kind of wing play that they were seeing out of their opponents, with the exception of Michigan State, who was really, I mean, just a couple bad breaks away from being in the Final yeah. Four anyway.
2: I'm trying to think to the last transfer cycle and did the big 10 really bring in all that many like good wings last year either? I guess like Terrence Shannon, but he's kind of that lead combo guard type. Like if you're not going to be a guy that's going to have like the ball in his hands, a ton. Yeah. I don't, I, I I don't know why you would want to transfer here. If you're like a, a six, seven, like, three, four hybrid wing type, like, cause you're just, it, it's not, it's not going to work. It, just, it doesn't, it
1: doesn't work. With no, the style of play. Yeah. And and speaking, I mean, speaking specifically about like a Chris Ledlam, who um, I think in an, I in an ideal situation, in a, you know, on a team wanting to run like a modern basketball offense, he's probably playing the four, mm-hmm. um, but in the big 10, I mean, is he going to be – it's nothing against him as a player by any means at all. I'm just saying, like, the way that he plays basketball compared to how fours in the Big Ten, like what what you're going to have to handle as a four in the Big Ten. And I think that's also where there's some of the disconnect with uh, fans, you know, of IU and really other teams that get mad about their roster construction. These coaches are having to balance basically playing two different seasons. They've got the Big Ten season where you're going to have to win enough games to get into the tournament, and then you've got tournament time which are going to play a completely different sport, basically. And, you know, guys are thinking about what they're going to have to be doing night in and night out. The promise that things will get real for at least one game in March just isn't going to be for these guys to want to play in the post um, and getting absolutely no benefit from the officiating while they're down there.
0: I guess the question is is this a sort of chicken and egg situation because I feel like if you don't have the roster to play modern basketball then you can't do it but if you no nobody in the league is willing to play modern basketball then you can't get guys to come in like how does how yeah. does this problem even get solved because like and, we kind of mentioned I think we talked about in our last episode it did look like a fair number of teams in the league were looking to try to bring in guys who can play that style, who don't just clog up the works, you know? Um, But if, if that's not enough of a sign that like a fair number of teams are trying to change and that's not good enough to attract the players, then what the hell are we supposed to do? Like, are we just stuck with this forever or like how how do you get the ball rolling on this? I guess it ha-
1: it has to come from the top. It has the, because and, and we've talked about this multiple times. The question is no longer, um, you know, is the big 10 doing this intentionally? It's it, they are, it's the question is why, what is the benefit that the big 10 is getting? And I have to imagine that it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be based in some sort of belief that if we play this style, if we, Uh, if we grind enough of these teams up, then we're going to be able to get eight or nine bids consistently into the field. But I also wonder if after a few straight years of some pretty uh, embarrassing face plants, especially from the top of the conference, Purdue, um, Mm -hmm. and and you've got a new big 10 commissioner too, you know, it's got to start somewhere. And so if the directive comes down, Hey, We're going to start officiating these games the right way. Then it's all going to, it's trickle down economics, baby. You start at the top and then eventually everyone starts playing basketball the way it's supposed to be played because they can trust that the sport's going to be officiated appropriately.
0: So would you say that the Big Ten's performance in the tournament this year was fairly disappointing (laughs) to uh, potential transfers that wanted to enter the league?
1: There but it I would is. Say it was, uh, there it is. The it streak fairly, continues. It was a fairly embarrass, <laughs> a fairly embarrassing outing for the league.
0: I just wanted to make sure we got one in. I think I, I think after two episodes, I referred to this last time as a Ripken-esque streak. So now it's now it's my <laughs> ass if we don't continue it.
2: Because <laughs> everybody knows
0: that after his second consecutive game, people were talking about Ripken breaking a uh, Gehrig's record.
2: They're marking the calendars twenty years yeah. in advance or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't think we need to relitigate the Big Ten's um, glaring issues.
0: Then what the um, hell is our podcast
2: going to be about? <laughs> no, dude? But, but I, I do, I do think it's good that we are. Like, and again, the portal is still moving. I think there's what like another two weeks for people to enter, and we probably yeah. won't actually know what rosters look like until. Sometime in the summer, things could change. I would not feel confident saying that they're, that they're going to unless something miraculously right. changes. And the other and thing I, I was going to say, it took a lot. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was it. just going to say the, the league in general, um, barring a significant influx of, of talent or, um, I guess in like produce case some, some NBA draft decisions going. um, Going in favor of, of the league. This it's the top is looking rough outside of Michigan State. I know we've touched on that before, but there's I think the talent uh, talent deficiency in the league is gonna be even more um, extreme yeah. next year than it has been the last couple of years. It, it,
0: Look, the eyes of the world for sure. the eyes of the world turn to Paul Mulcahy's draft stock. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that he's declared for the draft. Another thing to keep.
1: I yeah, I I have also declared for the draft. Just luckily, luckily for to invite me to a combine or come.
0: Weirdly, he uh, decided to maintain his college eligibility, though, which I think is a loser mindset.
2: Could yeah, be a late have... entry into the portal. Have some faith in your convictions, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Debate me in the marketplace
0: of ideas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Christ,
1: It took the Big Ten a lot. The Big Ten's been doing this shit for a long time. And really only just now recently do I think you've kind of started to see that fruit come to bear um, where players are looking at the Big Ten on a, you know, in mass and saying, I'm good. Not really interested in all that. Uh, and so it's going to take a long time now that it started, you know, you're fighting inertia. You're go- it's going to take a long time to pull yourself out of it because uh, it's going to take, you know, a handful of sustained years of, no, we're playing real basketball now. You're going gonna- to, if you dribble into the lane and someone hits you, it's going to be a foul. And uh, because as of right now, you know, if you're a guard, if you're a wing, you're thinking, am I going to get, you know, the freedom to pursue a shot? Like, am I going to be? Am I going to be allowed to try a layup without being physically assaulted by three or four guys camped out in the lane who have been there for like seventy-two hours?
0: And then probably Paul Mulcahy standing under you as you try to land. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed, um, I tweeted about this maybe last week or the week before. There were a few. In the NBA playoffs, there were a few incidents where um, guys were trying to draw charges and star players were potentially or actually getting injured because they were trying to go to the rim and guys were just standing in the way, hoping for the charge. And I kind of noticed that there was sort of a beginning of a groundswell among NBA Twitter types to ban the charge, essentially. Um I have been on this hill for ages. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I know I've talked to you guys about it, that I've long said that I think that a fourth official should be added to basketball and he should be the vibes official. And <laughs> if a dunk is sick, but it's an offensive foul, like one of the referees calls an offensive foul vibes official gets to come out on the, on the court and say, no, no foul. That down, that dunk counts because it was sick. Um it would send a loud and clear message to basketball players nationwide and worldwide, frankly, if the Big Ten instituted the Vibes Official. We got to get the vibes <laughs> up. The vibes are down. And I'm getting off my ass and I'm trying to make a difference.
2: So, yeah, I'd like to turn it Just in like he just detects when from- the game. <laughs>
1: He detects when the game sucks and then just decides to start calling it so that it gets more fun. Like whatever, it's like, do we need more fouls, less fouls, whatever?
2: That's what I'm here to do. Whatever's gonna make this more yeah. exciting for everybody. Well, it's like the the overtime button at Bubs. Like you just got a group mm-hmm. of the fellas, two or three cold ones deep, and when the vibes are off, we've got a little button at the table that <laughs> get a little, you know, put a, it's some uh, a fucking AirPod or something. Like, hey, we got got to fix it at the bar watching Illinois-Penn State on a
1: Wednesday night and being like, let's get this game going.
0: Did you ever you notice that they stopped doing those commercials right around when sports gambling became mostly legal in the United States? you think there was any correlation there?
1: <laughs> B-dubs didn't want to get wrapped up in a class action lawsuit. My
0: using the B-dubs overtime button to cover the spread.
2: God what a mess that's that's all going to turn out to be in about five i cannot wait for like the first uh big 10 player suspended for the rest of the season for for fixing a game <laughs> i think i think michigan state is actually okay like hold on sponsored by like Bet MGM or something.
0: Yeah, I think we need to dig into this. I for think seasons. I know where you're gonna where you're about to go, Babar. But you, you, you. Who take is your
1: number one sus- Who is your number one suspect for uh, match fixing Big Ten basketball? And you can't say Hunter Dickinson because he's not technically a Big Ten player right now. Um, player or coach? Uh, open season.
0: Okay, I've Stealing I've got choice. mine. I've got mine and it is Ethan Morton <laughs> because, because how else could you explain that?
1: What's
2: he going to do? <laughs>
1: miss more threes.
2: Yes. Yes. No, he's he's going to make more and cause the under to miss. <laughs> I, I think he's Mono got Lee. he's got the
0: over he's got the over so he's gonna start passing the ball instead of shooting. To whom though?
2: My <laughs> pick, my pick was gonna be uh, Brad Underwood as a coach, but God, imagine if Curbelo got mixed up in. Oh. Like, like that's that's too Cur- easy.
0: Curbelo does have big uncut gems vibes. I feel like
1: <laughs> getting that. Getting that entire Illinois squad plus Curbelo like involved in a match fixing scandal would just be the coup de grace of this podcast and frankly human existence. Like that would be unbelievable.
0: I feel like I feel like it's got to be somebody who looks like that. So like I could see uh, Matt Mayer being an option. Um, yeah. Definitely, Paul Steven. Mulcahy. Paul Mulcahy. Steven. Like, I, I, think a wrecker player, honestly, would be great because they're in New Jersey already. Close, close ties to the mob.
2: Little, little mafia ties.
0: Little, little mm-hmm. Sopranos. Um, mm-hmm. I guess Fat Tony from The Simpsons. This is all I really know about the mafia. I've seen, I've seen Goodfellas <laughs> and The Godfather. I don't really know that much about the mob.
2: I, I just keep coming back to, to I want it to be on the computer.
1: I keep coming back to Illinois guys like Coleman Hawkins, yeah. Dane Danger, all RJ Melendez, who I know is not actually at of All of those guys look exactly like a guy whose face would be on the cover of the Wall Street Journal, like epic match fixing scandal unearthed in Big Ten Conference.
0: Hey, you know what would actually explain a lot about the big 10 basketball season last year is if the Holt man was involved. <laughs> Remember all those close Ohio state losses.
1: Oh my God. We've discovered forbidden. We've accidentally, we've accidentally stumbled on the answer. <laughs> <laughs> when this Justice, news suing, breaks, how could you, when this
0: news <laughs> breaks, oh I am going to be an absolute rat bastard on Twitter to everybody who said, Oh, it's a, uh, Shams reports first. It's like, no, actually, Tommy Crimes reported first on the Games on Dude podcast. We stumbled on the pattern.
1: Of course it was Sean McNeil. Of course it was.
0: (laughs) Going lieutenant commander data mode on the uh, algorithms and finding the uh, disparities in the Ohio State basketball performance. I wish I could think of an apropos uh, video game side quest that involves gambling. So I could do another Holtman NPC joke, but alas.
2: I was going to say it's been a while since my last great the Grand Theft Auto uh, yeah. playthrough.
0: <laughs> I was going to say it's probably got to be like GTA think, or something like that.
1: I think the entire Ohio state men's basketball program, like as an entity is the, is the nailed on answer here.
0: Yeah, was, uh... I'm so glad we got there. It, it, we it got there so, eventually, but we did makes, get there.
1: It makes so much sense that now I believe it. Like it's not a bit yeah. for me
2: anymore. It's <laughs> it's time to speak this into existence. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's 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 effectively like got It's a Wikipedia article written at this point. The when, 2020... when is
2: the athletic going to do some investigative journalism and crack the case?
0: I'm literally drafting an outline right now to send to I don't know, there aren't any respectable college basketball reporters anymore. Norlander, I guess. Let's get him on this.
2: Figure out which ones aren't paying for the blue check.
0: I'm sure as shit not giving this to (laughs) Jeff Goodman. Like he will he will bury that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Giving giving our house. Giving we'll giving me- this scoop to Jeff Goodman would have been like if Deep Throat went to the national review. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also like how I said they're gonna send people to our house like we all live together in some sort of cursed like content creation cave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the like, oldest, the oldest like, TikTok house. I was gonna
2: say, was gonna say the most <laughs> fucked up TikTok house of all time. Just like it's, nineteen it's like guys like, between the age of twenty six and thirty five watching Big just ten basketball. <laughs> it's just the it's,
0: three it's of much- us. It's just the three of us in the basement. Like <laughs> KR occasionally so- comes through, and then like our girlfriends all just living normal lives up in the house.
1: <laughs> and also, and also, like this is all taking place in suburban Indianapolis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's-
0: Yeah, this is happening in like Newcastle or something. There's and there's no like We're all moving.
1: We we just like wake up and go to work every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst vibes imaginable. Great place to drink two beers though.
0: God, brother, say less. So true. All right, we have really drifted far afield here. This was supposed to be a conversation about the transfer portal, but I feel pretty good about the riffs we accidentally stumbled upon here. Um, we've got, Ohio State, comm- we've got Ohio State. We've got Ohio State colluding to uh, <laughs> th- throw games. We've got the uh, college basketball TikTok house. Like we are, we're we're making memories here, folks.
1: A thirty-four year old father of two moving into a TikTok house—that <laughs> just like that, that just comes with a free divorce lawyer. <laughs>
0: yeah, he lives in the house too. He's a Northwestern fan. <laughs> it's that dude who was trying to get you disbarred, probably.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Um, Still right. waiting on my envelope.
0: You guys want to answer a couple listener emails?
2: I'd love to. Let's do it.
0: We don't have very many, and with good reason, because uh, we've said at the end of like every episode that you should send us some, and then literally they've never come up in the body of the show. But here's your proof:
2: we Now's do the actually time to do it.
0: <laughs> the email address is actually real. We have a login info and everything, and I can read them. So, um, our first email um, comes from listener Grant. Um, we received this in January, so again, we're really on top of our shit here. Um, there's there's some uh, there's some gassing up of us in here, so I'm going to read that to make us all <laughs> feel nice. Um, Hell yeah! I just I need the good vibes. Hello, guys. I just started listening to your podcast a few days ago, and I've greatly enjoyed it. Thanks, Grant. Um, I'm a recent fellow. Enjoyed I enjoyed listening. Oh, hell yeah, we have. Um, I'm a recent fellow IU grad, but I've been going to games since the 0405 season. Since most of the players atop my most hated list have already been named, this could have been a Kramer award submission, hint, we'll get to that later. um, I'm gonna toss a question to you guys that's been on my mind lately with the WWE Royal Rumble happening this past weekend. Again, we've had this email in our inbox for several months. (laughs) um who who wins in a royal rumble of current Big Ten head coaches I'm inclined to take Juwan Howard given he got a head start on the fight but I'm mainly looking for who comes out on top between Fran and Underwood regardless I think there are a lot of interesting storylines that could come out of that just wanted to say thank you for the podcast and the entertainment in this stupid basketball season I hope you all are doing well and obviously go Hoosiers so you guys know what a Royal Rumble is, right? You understand no, the concept. D- okay. No, Good. Because do do that gives me an excuse. That. that gives me an excuse to explain it. Um, so, the Royal Rumble, um, actually, it's been a minute since I have um, watched WWE, but I'm pretty sure. I just want to make sure that I am not fucking this
2: up. Because if there's one thing I know about wrestling fans is
1: they will let you have it on the internet if we get this. Yeah, one. I'm going to have to come correct on this one.
0: Okay, good. They I'm were... right. Um, so the Royal Rumble is a battle royale, essentially. But the twist is that everybody does not start in the ring at the same time. There are 30 entrants and one guy draws like the number one and he starts in the ring. And then... There's a number two and they get announced and then they come out and they fight for a while and then number three comes out after a predetermined amount of time obviously it's professional wrestling so you know it's all like scripted and everything one of the sort of keys to the royal rumble is that it is in january so it kind of kicks off the year and is sort of the beginning of like the lead-up to wrestlemania so one of the things that they'll do a lot is they'll have surprise entrance like one year John Cena had like torn his labrum and had surgery in like October that was supposed to keep him out for nine months, but he came back in January as the surprise final entrant of the Royal Rumble came in and won it. Um, Certainly no performance enhancing drugs were involved in that um, because John Cena is an honorable man um so yeah basically what we're talking about here is somebody draws the short straw they start out and then coach after coach comes out they fight and if you get thrown over the top rope you're eliminated um i i'm i'm with grant here i think since juan uh since juan howard threw the first punch i think he draws number one here so he's got to last the longest i I don't think he's gonna win um
2: no yeah let's do immediate cross-offs Chris Holtman, no, absolutely not. Woody, no, no. he'll be disinterested. Chris yeah. Collins, no, also also
1: in a wheelchair because he just. Me a no. I
0: I don't even know if Woodson shows up, and if he does, he's in the seats eating a huge bowl of chili.
1: <laughs> Woody, Woody sends an assistant to cover for him. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> you That's see how roast man runs
0: out.
2: <laughs> Good luck. No, to brawl, this is bro.
0: actually this is. This is w- what Dane Fife has been waiting for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Greg Gard out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think he's he's an interesting heel candidate. Like I like him being the guy who like when the referee's back is turned, he like pokes somebody in the eyes and throws him over the top rope. Probably Chris I Collins. How- I feel like Chris Collins is the guy who's going to be the victim. Here, like he's easily duped.
1: Well, I was just about to say, I would hate Chris Collins's odds unless he's the last guy in. Then I fucking love his chances of just getting a cheap victory uh, by tossing over a couple completely worn out dudes and then uh, puffing his chest out about it. So not
0: not a bad Love him call. as
1: a. As a uh, Uh, Forget getting the poacher's goal there, but if he's anywhere, you know, if he's, if he's drawn a single digit number, nah, not going to happen, my guy. I would, I
0: would also like to bring up as like sort of a high concept entry, um, Matt Painter coming in with the beer truck that Stone Cold Steve Austin drove out that one time and just spraying everybody with like a fire hose of beer.
1: Sober Matt Painter, no chance. Five beer Matt Painter. I think you got your winner.
0: yeah. He's taking off his QZ and wrapping it around a guy's neck.
2: I think I'd go Izzo. The other thing
1: I would also... Man, Izzo's getting up there though.
0: Yeah, but he's a he's a crafty technician. I think yeah. Ric Flair won one of these when he was like sixty-five, probably.
2: And is kind of leaning like...
1: towards Ben Johnson. <laughs>
0: Well, remember that also this is professional wrestling, so it doesn't actually have to be the guy who's in the best shape.
2: See, that's the thing. Like, it just Um, being like, actually, you know, working the refs and the, the, you know what I'm, you
0: know what I'm thinking is maybe it is, (laughs) maybe it is painter because maybe this is the agreement. (laughs) Maybe, maybe the agreement is painters wrestling stable here. And like, I don't know. Edie and Matt Harms come out and just like hold back like Izzo with their long gonna say, arms.
1: I was going to say Larry Serrano is going to come out and uh, grab <laughs> a couple guys in his behalf.
2: God, that's TV Teddy's music. <laughs> I, I don't know enough about wrestling to really have a much to riff on. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Izzo just because. In the end, it all... Uh... Oh, it's always been Tom Izzo. always had whatever the fuck the mean is. Like everything in this conference, all comes back to working out for Izzo. So, Izzo
0: so. is kind of the John Cena of the uh, Big Ten coaching stable. In that, I'm the first like, time that
2: com- that comparison has ever been made. But yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, the parallels are basically that like he's been around forever. I feel like there is sort of a vibe that like sometimes he gets a little um
2: high on his own supply
0: a little bit but also like he is actually good um so there there, there's there's a little bit of crossover there i'm sticking with painter and his stable the agreement
2: (laughs) the agreement fair enough interesting question
0: Yeah. I like that. That was, that was a fun chat.
2: Sorry. We're three months late on it.
0: Yeah. um, We will try to do better with the uh, email reading. Um, We do have one more, which was from early February. Amusingly enough. I would love Um, if one of these is like,
2: Hey, what are you guys' thoughts on the last night's Maryland Penn state game?
0: Yeah. That would have been honestly a pretty, a pretty strong bit um going back and like looking up the game log and trying to
2: <laughs> analyze it yeah
0: um Man,
2: boo Booey was cooking
0: <laughs> um the other question comes from listener christian as i said in uh, early february and it's short and sweet um and he didn't guess us up at all which typically i think Good when on. we get to a point where more people are sending us emails um I might only read the ones where they where they do a little a little uh pumping of our egos.
2: Got got to kiss the ring a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh but his email was one sentence and I actually do like short and sweet and it was this. How do you think Bronny Jr will do at Ohio State? <laughs> So I have a riff answer and I have a serious answer. I'll do the serious answer first because it's short and it's, Uh. he's not going to Ohio state under any circumstances whatsoever. Like he'll go to like Duke or Kentucky or some shit. If he's actually going to college, he should probably do the uh, ball family move and like go play (laughs) in Lithuania for a year or something. Um, Joke answer is I think Holtman's going to bench him because he's not in for the uh, game fixing (laughs) scheme because he knows that that'll damage the family brand.
2: Folks, that is two things.
0: Yeah, but does it count if the other thing is something I also made up?
2: The, the, the classic callback. <laughs>
0: I'm doing Mitch yeah. Hurwitz over here.
2: Brownie hasn't decided yet, has he? I don't think so. Last I've seen was like USC or like, or, like USC would make sense because they're a Nike school and also Los Angeles, um,
0: and still in the Big Ten, and
2: still in the Big Ten. So maybe he's quite... not
0: he's not coming in this year, right? Is he a junior or a senior right now?
2: Honestly, I don't know that...
0: anything about Brownie Junior. I, <laughs> I was under the impression that he wasn't actually that good. Like no, that, he's, he's like good, pretty good. Like he's pretty good, but he's not like lottery pick good.
2: No, he'll be in the. Uh... He... He'll be a freshman he's, next year. He's a 23 player. Yeah, okay, so, 23 player so he should be
0: he should be making a decision pretty soon
2: then. All of the crystal balls on 24, 2, whatever the fuck, um, are saying USC. So, who knows?
0: Woody, come on. Let's get in there.
2: <laughs> get out of your goddamn wheelchair and recruit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if he went to Purdue...
2: Brain Smith, your ass is working at Northwestern Mutual, bud.
0: <laughs> Fletcher, I've got good news and bad news. The bad news is your spot's no longer yours. The good news is, would you like to meet LeBron?
2: <laughs> I'm imagining Ethan Morton trying to dapple up LeBron James.
0: I'm imagining LeBron sitting courtside in one of those Purdue skull <laughs> t-shirts that they were doing this year, which I still don't know what the fuck that was talking about.
2: LeBron and Gene Katie doing the fucking sandstorm dance in the middle of the timeout. <laughs> God. They're comp- they're comparing hairlines. Someone photoshopped that for me.
0: Yeah that's a real whoever wins we lose situation there. <laughs> I feel like the hairline battle specifically. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Ohio state, like I, I know, I know LeBron's from Akron and so he's got that connection, but I mean, wasn't, wasn't the rumor that he was going to play at Duke anyway. I like mean, if he, he, if he was going to go or no, I'm thinking of Kobe.
2: Yeah. Well, I, it's just very funny to think that, LeBron James, the best second, whatever, wherever you have him ranked, having his his son go play basketball for literally Chris Holtman for a year is just extremely and, funny to think about.
0: And also to say that the son of maybe the quintessential modern wing player, Choosing yeah. to play in the Big Ten after that conversation we just had.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think he's more combo guard type. So, like.
0: Oh, well, that could work. Which could work, but just. He's yeah. perfect for the Big Ten then.
2: I would imagine that uh, opposing coaches are showing uh, LeBron the tape of uh, guards getting the shit beat out of them anytime they drive the lane and said, hey, you really want a. Uh, all this, uh, all this wear and tear on your boy.
1: One follow up I do want to make while my uh, internet was uh, going Big Ten mode um, is that LeBron James has been on record multiple times that had he gone to college for a year, he would have gone to Ohio State. So,
0: okay, the connection's so not out of nowhere. I was so I was wrong about that. For some reason, I had in my I thought yeah, I had I thought there was a thing about Kentucky, but that was yeah. That was pretty I think it was a I think it was, was a popular pre- thing in the mid-
1: I think there was a popular thing to do in the mid aughts during like the message board era to say that LeBron James was going to come to your school but he just went to the NBA instead um mm-hmm. but I mean he's actually literally said into a microphone in front of people that he would have gone to Ohio State
0: thinking about a thinking about a huge like bowling green message board guy talking about <laughs> LeBron hey he was he was coming here dude <laughs>
2: He took an unofficial visit, and
1: he was always going to be his. He was always going to be a zip, bro. You don't understand. LeBron James was a born Akron zip. Imagine eighteen-year-old LeBron James in the Mac,
0: thinking about him putting on the hat, like with (laughs) just zips across
1: the front.
2: Who is? Who is? (laughs)
1: Imagine being some small forward at Ball State and like, hey, you're checking (laughs) LeBron James tonight.
0: Thinking about what he was doing (laughs) at age 18 in the NBA, and then like porting that over to the fucking Mac.
1: (laughs) If that's if that's me, I'm saying surprise, coach. No, I'm not because I have a tummy ache. I'm not playing tonight. Sorry. I have one one thing. One thing. Participating.
0: One thing I would absolutely, my ass would definitely not be doing is attempting to draw even one charge in that game. (laughs) I am playing, I am playing like Deion Sanders tackling a guy style defense. I am making a business decision on every one of those drives.
2: I'm the scrappy white guy pulling the Brad Davis and sliding, doing that slide in charge as he's already in the air, causing him to land bad on his ankle and ruining his career. There
0: it is. Could be huge.
1: All right.
2: Let's run through some Kramer
1: awards, baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so before my
1: internet dies again,
0: typically here, I say, you know, the drill, but since we haven't talked about Kramer awards in a minute, I might, I'm going to do a little bit of a refresher. Um, so the Kramer awards, if you're a new listener, um, are, Big Ten basketball players that we just fucking hate. And it's not because necessarily they're awful people. We're not talking about, like, people who have, like, done something really bad in the real world. We're just talking about basketball players who had bad vibes and pissed you off. Um, And if you, as a listener, give us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice, um, we let you nominate one. And I don't think we've ever rejected one. So... I guess a nomination is as good as an induction at this point. Although, don't test us. I
1: was going to say I don't think we would ever have. I don't think we'd have ever any reason to, unless you nominated like any member of the 2016 Hoosiers. Then I would.
0: I was going to say like if we get like a DJ White nomination, I might have to take issue, but
1: like every member of the every member of the 2016 Hoosiers were like god's perfect children so we've
0: we've um, had indiana players nominated though and they have flown through i mean i think i delivered a short oh, story yeah. on how much i hated josh newkirk at one point i'm um, not saying
1: they i'm not saying they're all off limits
0: oh for sure just like if you nominate yogi farrell we're going to make fun of you not him so yeah um, sure. so and we will first, dox
1: you on the podcast
0: yeah we will um, there will be somebody showing up at your door. Um, and it will be Babar, and Me. he will uh, cry at you and make you feel bad. <laughs> or maybe I will, I guess. I don't know. I like crying, too. Crying's, There's crying's a code pretty.
1: man crying on the front door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a T-shirt that just says, the kick was good. What's going on here? Um, all right, so our first uh nominee which comes from uh Cade um on Twitter. Um Ryan Klein. About
2: the tw- my I was
0: gonna say my favorite Ryan Klein thing a hundred percent is KR. Like when they I don't remember it was an ESPN game where they were talking really? about like you can just see Ryan Klein getting up shots on a uh, it was backboard a, nailed to a or nailed to a barn. And it's like, he's from fucking Carmel. Um, yeah. And KR, do you have the tweet pulled up?
2: Yeah, give me a second. Yeah. Um, it's it it's was, one it was of the Seth, It was a Seth Davis tweet. Yeah. Hold
0: Predictably yeah. enough.
2: Yeah, Seth Davis goes, can't you just picture Ryan Klein shooting threes by himself on a snowy court against a hoop on a barn? And CQ at, at the time, this was KR. Ryan Klein is from fucking Carmel. Falls it up with, this is the worst to of the year. I want to fight. We are done. <laughs> Falls it up again. Ryan Klein's hometown has brick gas stations and a two-story CVS pharmacy. Log the fuck off. And that's so true. And I love that That's So true. I love that st- you. And you know what's. You
0: know what's even better is that now across the street, you know what there is a two-story Walgreens.
2: There you go. Oh. That? Is that on, on Rangeline? Yeah, is it's
0: it like on Rangeline it? right by that uh, the new roundabout at 116th.
2: Oh, I pass that on my way to work every day.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Time to do boots on the ground journalism from the yeah. Ryan Klein tweet. Uh, CBS. Fuck,
0: yeah, one of us, whoever gets there first live, go po- take live a podcast
2: picture. from yeah. the two story.
0: We need yes. to we need to take a a, a host a hosts only selfie in in front of the <laughs> thanks Siri. Thanks, Siri. Um, we do need to do a, a host's uh, selfie in front of the two story CVS now. <laughs> um, maybe we can invite KR if he wants to come too. So yeah, Ryan Klein. Like I don't really remember specifics aside from that, but he's from Carmel. So I mean,
2: got busted for. Was he it? was. I mean, he was just. Go ahead. Ooh, you're right. No, he did
1: have a. He did get arrested for something while he was at uh He he did a little bit. Of oh, he ride. got possession possession of marijuana. Nah, classic. Oh, that's not a real
2: crime. So true. Anybody oh. want to play? What the fuck
1: Sorry, was that? If you pull... <laughs> Well, if you pull up an article (laughs) about Ryan Klein's marijuana arrest from 2016, it will autoplay a video. Nice. Um,
0: We love that. Um, Super
1: cool. Yeah.
0: It's so cool what the internet has done to local journalism.
1: (laughs) Hold on. If you type in Ryan Klein arrest into Google, the second hit is an article from WTHR in 2017 titled. Purdue's Ryan Klein finds redemption after marijuana arrest. Let's go. Was
0: that was that written by Greg?
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> did 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 Greg Doyle write it?
1: Oh my god, I'm reading this. Okay, everyone's just sit back. <clears throat> Purdue sophomore, sharpshooter, Ryan Klein moved on to the starting lineup. In the late season for the Big Ten champion Boilermakers, Klein hangs out around the three-point line, taking 80% of his shots from long range. But last summer, he was hanging out in the wrong places. Polka. <laughs>
2: so I was doing.
1: <laughs> I was, guys. I haven't even gotten started. I was doing bad things with worse people, admitted Klein. <laughs>
0: You were smoking weed at college, dude. It's not the fucking Iran contract. You Contra. were getting
1: high with your buddies. Jesus
2: Christ.
1: And he got busted at 9.53 in the morning, which is an extremely funny time to get busted. <laughs> Ryan Klein. My weed arrest on the card way to the office. Of... <laughs> Ryan Klein, a card-carrying member of the Wake and Bake Hive. Um was also arrested in a black Lexus. God. This is this is so Hamilton County, I can't stand I,
0: it. This is the most carmel thing I can think of, honestly.
1: I have I have more poll quotes. Obviously what I did. It just hurt so many people that I love. Did it? Were people just like I <laughs> It was something was, that was never was this? worth this it. I don't know about
0: that, man. You said this was in 2016, right? This is like fucking reefer madness.
1: I should have been focusing more on basketball than those terrible things that I was doing. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. This is, this is so good. I just lost myself. They saw how upset I was and how awful the situation was. This was the lowest of lows. Dog, it gets so much lower. (laughs) I can't even begin to tell. Man, wait until you're in your 30s. Like, it's... It's gonna to be too cold on a day you weren't expecting, and you're going to feel so much worse than you do about getting found out with pot when you were in yeah. college.
0: Wait, wait until instead of smoking weed at nine fifty three in the morning in a black Lexus, you're uh, taking a two milligram edible at ten forty five at night because it's the only way you can fall asleep. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> At least you're doing it for oh my fun. God. At a certain oh. age, it becomes medicinal. Go fuck yourself. I...
1: Oh, man. This is... They they are acting like he killed a guy driving drunk. Like, that is the tone of this article. It's...
0: Which, by the way, to Greg Doyle would actually be cool. He would actually enjoy that very much. <laughs>
1: Does well, anyone, that was awesome.
2: Does anyone want to play a little LinkedIn challenge with Ryan Klein?
0: Oh hell yeah! Is Tell he me, working? He... Is he working for like a cannabis distribution company or something? <laughs> I was
2: going to ask if he was working a dispensary. <laughs> no, but that would be insanely. Uh, He's
0: Ryan possible. Klein, bud tender. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. This strain's called Lemon Juice, and it just. It's just really kind of what you're looking for when you just need to have like a good time, hit some three pointers against Old Dominion. Like it's,
0: it's here, man. Hey, man, this is a this is a sativa blend blend we like to call just big. Um, <laughs> I developed it myself.
1: This is a uh, this is uh, an an indica strain called the lowest of lows, um, <laughs> and uh, when you smoke. Best smoked in a black Lexus at 9.30 in the morning.
0: Preferably uh, purchased by your parents.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The car, not the weed.
0: I mean, maybe both. It could be both. Maybe his his mom isn't just a mom. Maybe she's a cool mom.
1: Based on the pull quotes from the redemption story... Yeah, I'm,
0: gonna I'm going to guess. I'm simply going to have
1: to guess that that's not true.
0: <laughs> I I have to assume there was some uh, comeuppance there,
1: Mister. I don't think Mister. and Mrs. Klein were very stoked about this story, um, and had a little bit more than just mild annoyance.
0: Matt Painter, on the other hand, was probably like, "Hey, dude, like, hit me up. Like, you got a plug? <laughs> like,
1: Matt? <laughs> no, Matt Painter just sits next to him, like, puts his hand on his shoulder." looks at for a long time. It's just like, is it really better than two beers? I've never done it, but <laughs> is it really better? Than, is it doing, really better than two beers? He
0: sits down next to him, hands him an ice cold Heineken. Would yeah.
1: you, <laughs> well, do you welcome, prefer this? Welcome. I've
0: also got, I've also got St. Polly girl in the fridge,
1: bro. We are playing. NCAA basketball. You know what that means? Nice cold American ale, yes, sir.
0: <laughs> I love our like sort of collective ability to immediately pull uh, beer-related acronyms. It's oh
1: brother, I had I had that one holstered for forty five minutes after <laughs> <laughs> after Chris did. his. I was like, I'll jump in with this one when it when it makes sense.
0: There's absolutely no way I'm going to take an attempt, make an attempt on this here. Um, so we've also got a several more. So let's move on just in case any of these <laughs> turn into as rich a vein as uh, Ryan Klein did. Um, one of them might. Um, so Tanev, Tanov, I don't know how you say that. Jackson Davis, um, Provided a few. Um, I'm just going to name all three, and then we can just sort of round-robin if we want. John Sherna, Mellow Trimble, and Luke Wrecker. Ooh. Mellow Trimble's a great <laughs> poll, I think.
2: Luke Wrecker is such a strange one. How is- do we... Yeah, do we want
1: to... We- is this gonna be a free for all? We gotta go in order.
0: I, I think free for all. Like, talk. I, I I don't have that much to say about John Sherna. Honestly, he was another one of those just sort of Northwestern that guys. I feel like.
1: Yeah, he shot the ball weird, and Indiana sucked, so I didn't like him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm he's, pretty he's sure he hung like thirty on us.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. He shot the ball from his chest. It was very. Yeah. Em- I have no idea. I didn't get his shit stuffed constantly. But, uh, I know we've I know had, we've
0: talked quite a bit though about those Maryland teams, those Melo Trimble Trimble era. Uh, that's hard to say. One uh, Maryland team. One thing
1: about Trimble, Trimble was a uh, uh, like a head, uh, like a oh, throwback. Yeah. The head, all st-
2: I I fucking so, hated him.
1: Him and Kellen Dunham. Him and Kellen Dunham in a game of one on one would be hilarious because it would just be them taking turns trying to dislocate their own necks. To get a call.
0: (laughs) That is not a game you Um, want to be played to 21 because one of them is going to have CTE by the end of it.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, Mellow Triple is one of those guys that, like, you know, we were told he was good and whatever, he wasn't. Uh, for, he no was merchant. the one. No, nope. he
0: was the one who um, decided to come back for an extra year, and then completely sucked shit and didn't end up going to the NBA. Right? Or is that somebody else?
1: Yeah, he he got worse every <laughs> year he was in college. He was he really should have left after his freshman year. Um, like I
0: distinctly remember there being like a big deal of like he's coming back, and then the next year he was just absolute dog shit, and like is probably playing in he like probably- Cyprus now.
1: He probably wasn't that bad but I mean he he got demonstrably worse the longer he stayed. Yeah.
2: Yeah, his last two years um, were not great, pretty and like not a He just went from I mean he was legitimately
1: legitimately good as a freshman um and then just he couldn't shoot anymore. And that's yeah. basically the explanation of uh and then he started kind of pressing in other areas to make up for it. Uh and now he's you know, wherever, but um...
0: I'm not going to do any research. I'm just going to say not... Malta.
1: <laughs> I'll be honest. When I found out he was, when I found out he was coming back after his freshman year, I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's good. I don't want him in the conference anymore. And then it, it ended up not being that an issue. Um, it's like, oh, never mind. You stay as long as you want.
0: Okay. You should take
1: a COVID year. <laughs> <laughs> he's going. He's, so... What's a COVID year? <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older.
0: So I lied. I did some research, and I'm glad I did because I have a pretty great list of teams he has played for as a professional basketball player. Um, So from 2017 to 2018, he played for the Iowa Wolves of the NBA G League.
2: Impressive.
0: Um, The following season, he played for the Cairns Taipans uh, um, in Queensland, Australia. Then... Um, in 2019, he played for uh Los Piratas de Quebradillas, um, in Puerto Rico. Um, that's actually kind of sick. (laughs) I know that's like an incredibly cool, like, team name. And, like, I mean, living in Puerto Rico, like, you know, um, then he played for Melbourne United for a season. And then he bounced around in Spain for a while, Estudiantes, and then Fuenlabrada, Labrada, I don't know, my Spanish pronunciation is off. Um, then Galatasaray, which is like God one damn. of my favorite bits. One of my favorite bits is playing for a European basketball wing of a well-known soccer team. Um he's actually doing the thing I do the bit about all the time, which is like claiming that a guy like went to play for like Besiktas or something. He literally did that. Um, and he is currently playing for the Shanghai sharks. So
1: I will give mellow credit. The dude obviously loves ball. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I gotta be honest, man, spending your twenties, literally touring the world while playing basketball is a I, lot cooler than how I spent my 20s. I
0: gotta say, I gotta say, like, <laughs> multiple stints in Australia, uh, playing in Puerto Rico, um, living in Madrid, um, Flynn Labrada is a city in Spain, Istanbul,
1: is. like,
0: Istanbul, like, Shanghai. Like, I that, I I find that I have no choice but to stand.
1: Yeah. Hat tip, brother. That's, uh, Uh that's a, that's a hell of a way to live. Like that is just being a, a global basketball mercenary. That's
0: I'm almost annoyed. I looked that up because now I kind of think Mellow Trimble might be cool. And that's not really what I set out to do here. I was, I wanted to make fun of him and instead like, I'm just jealous. So fuck that. I do. Um, I do
1: hate, I do hate the literary trope where I fall in love with my enemy. Yeah. (laughs)
2: classic
0: hoist on my own petard um i don't have anything as far as record record, yeah
1: i it was before i paid attention that's kind of the uh the caveat that i think we i think we may have told our listeners but we need to say again like thomas and i grew up i think we kind of had similar where like we were our parents were iu fans we were um aware of iu basketball but not Ultras by any means, and Chris is nineteen years old. So, um, <laughs> well, we I, like, my, I, I don't have a, I don't have any feelings on Luke Recker. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I know that he transferred, and that was a big deal because well, like, the transfer he,
2: portal didn't exist. Well, he yeah. was up from my neck of the woods. Uh, obviously, I was a couple years old at the time, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I think he started IU like nineteen ninety seven, I would have been two years old. Um, Boo. <laughs> um but Get off the stage. The his story was interesting because he I think he spent two years at IU and then decided to transfer, got in a bad car accident, and then finished right. up his career at, at Iowa and I I don't remember what the reason was for transferring from i had probably some bullshit with Knight. I don't know.
0: I I mean i I I have a hard time blaming anybody who ever wanted to transfer when Bob Knight was coach. It's like the, like the Larry bird thing. It's like, yeah, actually probably a good call to go play somewhere else. I
2: I would love to hear the backstory on why this was a submission. I think there's, yeah, that's, uh, it's a good point.
1: Um, maybe just didn't like the way the guy looked. He does kind of look like that. Does, did he
2: look I, I, like
0: that? That's, look, we've hated people for dumber reasons.
1: Good point. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I mean, hey, you're free to hate who you want. I just, I can't, yeah. I, can't dog, I can't dog pile Luke Wrecker, unfortunately. I don't, I don't. There are no. Uh, the only thing I'm aware chance. of is like, is, I, I only know the car accident and the transfer. I don't have any strong feelings about either of them. Who's next?
0: Um, I, I'm actually, so I'm pulling this up real quick. I I googled him to see if Luke Rickard did in fact look like that, which he kind of does. Um, but this is a 2013. Where are they now? Uh, from the Indianapolis Star, and here's a paragraph. Um, I don't think most IU fans were as upset with Wrecker for leaving IU as they were at how he decided to leave. He waited for IU coach Bob Knight to get on a plane heading for Cuba before sending a fax from the athletic department at DeKalb at midnight one night, saying that he was leaving IU.
1: Um, <laughs> Kicks ass. Extremely <laughs>
0: sick. Actually, deeply based. I think. Um, Not. But yeah, he does in fact look like that. And um, he is currently a sales representative, or I'm sorry, currently as of July 18th, 2013. Um, so, you know, hopefully still, I guess, if he likes this work, but um, a sales representative for a company called Medtronic that sells implants and consults for surgeries of the spine and neck. Absolutely. So, you know, sure. Thing. I don't know. I got I I don't really have that much to say about him other than faxing Bob Knight to say fuck you is I'd like to do that. Yeah. If I had his fax number, <laughs> I would definitely fax him like I would photocopy my ass and send that to him.
1: We're doing a this is a bad round of Kramer awards cuz we're just we're like, ah, oh, these guys are kind of cool.
0: Yeah, we're at, <laughs> well, not Chris Klein. <laughs> not
1: nah, you mean Ryan Klein, yeah. No, that guy <laughs> Good sucks. Good god, yeah.
0: And he, the problem, the problem I have with Ryan Klein is that he didn't go all in. Like, if he was selling weed now professionally, I would also have to think <laughs> he was cool. But his, like, sob story confession, like... Come on, man. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say Miller Ryan Klein, annoyed the fuck out of r- me when he was in school, so...
1: Ryan Klein, if you're listening... um. Just come on the pot and like admit that you still smoke weed, dude. It's fine. Yeah, everybody likes now weed you, now. You
0: can tell us. Weed's cool yeah. again.
1: It's cool to like weed now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so cool. we got a couple. We got a couple more, and one of these I can guarantee you we're not going to decide that we like all actually like. Um, so first of all, from BZ season, um, we have John Harar from Penn State.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like Ethan Morton level for me. To hate, like, to hate like the backup center for a bad Penn State team is really funny. To me. John, That's so good, dude.
2: John Harari, extremely, <laughs> extremely oaf-coded.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have a headline for you. John Harar returning to football gets invite from the Philadelphia Eagles. Of the course, heart and soul <laughs> of Penn State's 2021 basketball team heads to Philadelphia's rookie mini camp.
1: Absolutely, so good. How many days did he last before he got cut? I
0: I'll, I'll do that. I'll I'll have our uh, research assistant look that up real quick, and by that I mean I'm typing in John Harar Eagles into my.
2: Uh, a quick look oh, at his code. <laughs> a quick look at his Instagram page says that he's the GM of the uh, Penn State TBT team. So,
0: oh fuck yeah!
2: Who he's not even playing of, for them? He might be playing. Um, as of two days ago, they just signed Miles Dread. Yeah, this would be really guy. funny if,
1: if he couldn't make the Penn State alumni
2: <laughs> team. So,
0: so I'm just gonna say that I'm. Guessing John Harar did not make the Eagles roster because we have May 5th is that headline I just read. May, July 13th is Penn State hoops. John Harar still chasing NFL dream, and then August 5th, so less than a month later, Harar signs on with Spanish league team.
1: <laughs> Update on John, play John Harar. Harar. John Harar has died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, John Harar died on his way back to his home. <laughs> Um, he played apparently last year for Grupo Alega <laughs> Cantabria CBT of uh, the Spanish league so so yeah that's him and then this is the one this is the one that i can guarantee we are not going to fall in love with who's your commish? Um, fresh off it appeared a uh, second place finish second, in the uh, little place. five
2: yeah, um, shout out to the commish.
0: yeah nice nice ride Um, One of my buddies read for delts when we were in college. Also finished second to cutters. Um, Fucking cutters, man. Um, This is unequivocal. Uh, Blake Hoffaber.
1: Oh, God damn it. Fuck that guy.
0: Like, this is like a Kramer Award nominee in the vein of like, would not piss on him if he was on fire. No. Like I would piss this on him is... if
1: he wasn't on fire.
0: Yes. Um but only if he's not <laughs> into that.
1: You <laughs> have to ask. Hey, th- this isn't like a thing for you, right?
0: I think this is this is like no a nominee. um this is like a Mount Kramer nominee. Like this is this is like a top 4 for me.
2: For a, for a very specific era of Oh yeah. Fan.
0: Like, I would imagine that yeah. for many Big Ten fans, they don't give a flying shit about Blake Hoff Arbor, but basically anybody born between the years of, like, 1985 and, like, 2001, maybe 1999 in central Indiana is going to fucking hate
2: this dude. The, the worst part of him was that, in addition to constantly showing the shot he hit against Indiana in the Big Ten tournament was the fucking shot he hit I know, against the high school one? The high school one. Like, oh my God. where he,
0: where he hit the shot off his ass. Yes. Like, like, I knew, like, that was the only thing I knew about Blake Hoffarber before he hit that shot against IU. Because I remember hearing his name and being like, wait, is that the fucking guy from the ESPYs? And then he did it again.
1: I, I remember uh, this was like the highlight of my... Uh, college career watching Indiana basketball while I was on campus. This is how fucking dire things got for the uninitiated. I was at IU for Kelvin Sampson's last year that was ended with Dan Dockich as the coach and Tom Crean's first three years. So didn't have a great time watching basketball while I was a Indiana Hoosier. Um, But what I will tell you is that there was a game that happened on, I think it was a Saturday, an ice storm had come through. The team was terrible. This was in 2011. And basically, an email went out to all the students that said, Hey, if you can get to Assembly Hall, we'll let you in for like five bucks. Um, We don't care. Like, you know, uh, general admission, just come on in. Um, And Minnesota, I want to say, was ranked at the time. They ended up being bad. Yeah, they were ranked. I've got the box score. They were 18th in the country. Um, And we never, never ranked Minnesota. We got into the arena and basically like the twelve thousand people that made it there that night all decided that they were gonna make Blake Hoffar uh regret showing up. Um, it had been a couple of years obviously since he had hit that shot against us, but yeah, people don't forget. And uh, <laughs> the highlight of that game was Tom Pritchard's put back dunk. I don't oh, even tell you. Yes. So oh, that's bad. that game? Yeah, I don't need to tell you specifically which one that was because there was only one of them, uh, which stunned everybody. I don't believe that there was anybody, including Tom Pritchard, who thought that he was capable of that. Nope. Um, I'm convinced that when Huff he was Arbor, in midair,
0: he was afraid he was going to break his neck until he hit until he actually Huff, got to the rim.
1: Hoffarber had a horrible game by his standards, um, including missing some uh, big free throws down the stretch. Uh, IU wins. Um, everyone goes nuts. It's like, we're back. We were 12 and 11. Um, and uh, yeah, so
2: that's under that's above 500.
1: That's my Blake Hoffarber story.
2: He sucks. He, he might be like the definitive, um, like skeleton in the closet of Indiana's Big Ten tournament. Um,
1: that Minnesota team. That Minnesota team was sixteen and five, five and four in the conference going into that game against IU. They finished the season seventeen and fourteen.
2: Sick.
1: They got a random eighteen point win over Iowa on the road in what was otherwise a uh, four, eight, a one and ten stretch to end the year.
0: Was that um was that still lick later
1: at Iowa at that point? Nah, Fran was there by then. When did Licklider sure? wasn't or leave? It wasn't that long ago. Wasn't
2: well,
0: said that was 2011, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm. Fran was there. I. Fair enough. Because
0: I know Licklider was there my senior year. Because, um, okay, yeah, I know that was his last year. Um, we played them in a probably half full assembly hall, and um, I, my my friends all had season tickets. I did not, because I was a discerning individual, and the team sucked absolute shit. Cause this was Green's <laughs> second year, um, and I went and I just yelled at Licklider's kid the entire time that he was only there because of uh, because he was a nepo baby as he dropped like twenty five <laughs> on us. And I, I just kept yelling, like, this isn't impressive. We just suck and stuff like that.
2: It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. It do.
1: That's all I have to say about Blake Hoff, Hoff Arbor. Um, so.
0: Um, Babar, it sounds like you've got to get did out of get, here get to- real quick. Um, do you want to say goodbye? It does. That was the last one, Yes.
1: No. I would never say goodbye to our listeners until next time, which will, you know, maybe be <laughs> next week or the week after that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> who, we'll who knows? See. If we it's the off if season. we can get our if we can get our shit together and also figure out something to talk about. Um
1: yeah, Somewhat just just a a parting message to all the Big 10 teams do something interesting. Please. Dude, one of you one of you one of you get embroiled in scandal. <laughs> I I beg you. We got a long yeah, way. Ill- we got a long road Ill- in November.
0: Illinois, we're looking at you. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, Chris and I can uh, pilot the ship uh, to its landing now. Um, but uh, thanks to everybody who's given us a five star review. Um, as always, if you send us proof you did it, um, we will talk shit about somebody you hate um and make sure that you let us know what you would like to be called on the show if it's not your Twitter handle or your name or whatever appears on your thing because I absolutely do not want to blow up anybody's spot and reveal them as one of our listeners because God knows what that could do to a person's prestige (laughs) and reputation um so yeah um I think that's all we got um thanks so much for listening um, if you are interested in our, uh, comedy stylings, feel free to check each of us out on Twitter. I'm Tommy underscore crimes, Babars Babar E S Q, and you can find Chris at Chris shooty three, um, follow our podcast for updates and in the moment riffs at gamesonpod. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or rants, concerns. Um, that's not a word concerns or rants um, you get, you put one high life in me and I go off the rails man somebody <laughs> take my keys um, not Greg Doyle um, feel free to email us at games on at gmail.com um, we will read the good ones on air and see we actually did finally will, do that we
2: will do it
0: you see like pr- we've proved it we we actually do receive your emails um and yeah our uh, intro and outro music is sports fm by shane ivers courtesy of silvermansound.com chris uh, you got any parting you got any parting words
2: i will echo what babber said somebody fucking do something interesting i cannot keep we cannot keep doing this for six more months until there's actual stuff to talk about
0: yeah well luckily i think the uh ohio state uh betting scandal (laughs) is probably going to drop in the next week or so so we can talk about that
2: someone Um, kobe on someone's buff can please
0: god i'm begging you um one way or the other um whether it's uh next week or the week after we will talk to you again soon